this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. You must light the beacons in the city to alert uh, the guards to come and help us. Three orcs come up behind you. (laughs) And hell is about to break loose. In my favorite encounter I've ever read. When Screed's army lays siege to Trunau, the heroes must rise to defend their city. Everyone who can hold a battle axe or a sword, get out there and fight the attackers. Their friends. Come out of the house before it collapses. I can't, I can't leave her. Where is she? She's here, she's trapped. With all, with those biceps, she's trapped. And the victims of even darker threats from within. Now this, this dirty, filthy halfy was the scourge of our village. She's the reason they're here. And we must rid this town of her and all her kind. String her up! The Battle of Blood March Hill begins now. Hello, everyone. My name is Joe, and I have a problem. I play RPGs a lot. Mostly because they're the best thing on Earth. I love them for many reasons. Cooperative storytelling, uh, obviously the laughs, and though I hate to admit it to myself sometimes, I love the rules. Now, I'm not above breaking the rules, Any DM worth their weight in geldings, to quote Wet Hot American Summer, knows that rules in D&D and Pathfinder were made to be broken. When I DM, I break rules all the time. But that doesn't mean that I don't love them. As a player, I think you should be bound by the rules. They should give you the lines in which you color your picture. It's easy to argue that coloring outside the lines makes you a true genius, a true artist. But I would argue that coloring inside the lines first will give you the foundation and discipline you need to create more outrageous and awesome art down the line. I say this because I believe that in many ways the rules of this game we play each week are actually written to make a better story. When your characters struggle against seemingly impossible odds and you overcome those odds while staying, to the best of your knowledge, within the confines of the rules, then that victory is that much sweeter. But when you're breaking the rules because you don't know the rules, that's a whole nother matter entirely. For that reason, we're starting a new column on our Tumblr. It's called We Are Stupid, and it details all the many rules we screwed up just out of sheer ignorance each week. We don't always make mistakes, but when we do, they can be pretty epic. So go to the Tumblr when you have a chance and check these uh, little columns out. Even if you don't give two shits about the rules, you might find it funny how breaking them actually may have changed the narrative entirely. I could get into a whole thing now on like multiple dimensions and parallel universes, but I'm not some sort of (laughs) nerd. Now let's get back to my grown-up friends and I playing make-believe in my living room. Remember, I'm the half-orc ranger Lork, and I hear war horns calling. It's time to save True Now. Enjoy episode 12. The Killing Choke. I don't even know what to say. I'm mesmerized by this sound. (laughs) (laughs) The sounds of battle. (laughs) 
Uh, we could just do a whole hour of just listening to that. Boom, <laughs> jackal. Thanks uh, once again to Sirenscape. Yes. S Y R E N. I N. I N. S Y R I N. Escape. These Australians don't know how to spell siren. <laughs> That's www.sirenscape.com. Great background uh, no, uh, sound for your tabletop games. Um, and the perfect sounds for a time when True Now is completely under siege. Uh, Told we, you so, True Now. When, when, yeah, yeah no. we told yeah. you. Can't say yeah, you didn't really. warn them. Uh, but now we're, we're, we're in the middle of this chaos. It went from this somber, quiet solitude of the funeral to pandemonium. But before we get into that, uh, before we started recording today, we did a little shopping spree for our characters who are flush with gold. If you listen to the last episode, uh, I didn't want to bore everyone uh, with the long conversation of, uh, how much can I sell this for and how much gold do I have to buy this thing? Let's turn this into an episode of Sex in the City except with maces. <laughs> yo, Instead of stilettos. Yo, that's sexist. So we just sort of paused the action and said that whatever we do off the air happened during that point. Uh, so we did it, and uh, you guys got some new toys to play with? What'd everybody get? What'd you guys get for Christmas? Gormley is now sporting a set of silken ceremonial (laughs) robes. It is like Sex in the City. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what does that do for you? It gives me a plus one to my AC, but does not not incur any... you know, there's no, it's minus zero to my, to my spellcasting and to my, my decks. Arcane spell failure chance. <laughs> <laughs> right, so most spellcasters can't wear armor because they use their arms to cast spells, and the armor can interfere with the casting of the uh, spells, uh, known as a somatic component. And uh, <laughs> so there's a chance that you could try and cast a spell, and you got to roll and be like, oh, sorry, my armor interfered. And then you lose that spell, and for one of your big spells, it's brutal. So in the rare occasions that uh, casters want to wear armor, they want to get stuff that doesn't have any arcane spell failure chance, and that's what you got. Nice. Gift. Nice. What about you, Galabras? Uh, I was a little, uh, I was cheap. I just, I just got a light crossbow. Because we found those cool-ass specialty bolts. Crossbow bolts uh, in the basement what, of the plague house. What did they have? Bolt. They were bolts of uh, cold, cold iron, iron and silver. So we, I split them with um, with Gormley. So if this is a werewolf attack, we'll be in great yeah. shape. I hope there's some fucking werewolves <laughs> or those vampires from Twilight. I'll kill Robert Pattinson. Take him out. Yeah. Did you buy anything besides a brewer's kit? Bought the brewer's kit, which everyone heard about, um, and I also got a, another heady brew, a potion of Cure Light Wounds. Ah. Oh, I, I did as well, actually. That is a, a good thing to have for the upcoming uh, war. And uh, Lork, you were the big, uh, you were the big winner. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was. The, I was definitely the, the big winner. I got a. Uh, well, I turned that masterwork longsword that we found into a masterwork spear. So basically, sold, I, tra- sold I sold it. it. Yeah. And spears are a little cheaper, so I, I bought a long spear masterwork style, which makes it easier for me to hit opponents. And uh, <laughs> and I got a set of uh, medium armor. I upgraded to chainmail, which greatly increases my ability to defend attacks. So I'm ready to front line fight this little war. Oh, man. And uh, I will say Baron is ready to just like uh, stand right behind you and like point my gun in between your legs again. Once again. Oh, people. boy. <laughs> well, I just hope no uh, mice come after you. Hey, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that, is, that is the deadliest. Heavily guy. armored and ready to attack. Baron, Unless Baron, it's a uh, mouse. Grant, quick question. Do you have any stealth? Are you stealthy at all? I have plus four. There you go. 
read up on the stealth rules because you can hide. Don't talk to me like my fucking idiot. And I'm just saying you can hide behind a creature that's a size. Well, I guess we're the same. No, size. The yeah, same I'm size. still medium. Um, well, you mother but, but you can try to use me as cover and hide. Just look into it because you can get some nice. This is bonuses. real role reversal because I'm like two feet taller than Joe in real life. That's two true. whole that's feet. True. He's I'm four enjoying foot this. Tall. I'm enjoying this short stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so I, I think we're good to go. Uh, great. All right, so we'll see you next week on Glass <laughs> Cannon Podcast. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, this is a bit of pandemonium. It went from this solemn atmosphere at the Flame of the Fallen has now turned into a chaotic race to prepare True Now for attack and protect its very valuable citizens. So you guys are standing there like, what the fuck? So all of a sudden, uh, Patrol Captain uh, Jagrin, Graf, and Omas Frum uh, come stumbling. You see them rallying the nearby guards uh, and taking command of the town militia to help repel these invaders. They're sending them all down. Go, go, go! Down to the inner quarter! To the inner quarter! Uh, You see any residents that are of, like, fighting age are, are, like, gathering what little handmade weapons they have and just, like, Grabbing them from their house and running down there. And you said, I think, last time that this is that's where Orc or Lork is from, right? Like that down that area. Yeah, Lork has. Uh, you not only do you live down there, but you have a little bit of a a story uh, that I don't think you've shared with your fellow PCs. Maybe I have not. Maybe we should talk about this a little bit before this pandemonium ensues. Does it make sense for us to know about it right before pandemonium? Well, I mean, Lore could pretty easily turn to you and be like, we must get down to the, what is it called? The inner? The uh, the inner quarter. Yeah, we must get down to the inner quarter. Great preparation. James. My son. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Say what? <laughs> wow, that's a twist. Yeah, so yeah, so Lork has a uh, Lork has a son, and uh, he's. Uh, it's a long story. He he can get into it later, but basically he's and he's uh, of basically adult age, and he's in the militia, so he can sort of take care of himself. But Quarter orc, he's still orc? young. He's about eighteen, nineteen. He is not a biological son. He's an adopted son mm. uh, of a fellow fallen adventurer. Joe that, slash. Uh, he basically took care of uh, after a giant killed his friend and now he is uh he, he's raised him here in Trunau and the kid is da- he knows he's down there where this attack is coming from so Lork's first thoughts in this whole thing are like oh shit like my boy is down there and I gotta go down there and help him so he's asking basically asking you guys for help because he's certainly he has uh, suddenly come to trust you as like companions and he's like please you, you must help uh, you must help me Joe slash Lork I've been wondering for a while if you are not indeed too old for this shit. <laughs> not yet. Not uh, quite what's, yet. What's your son's name, your adopted son's name? Uh, <laughs> Justin B. Is it Othdan? Can you remember what it is? <laughs> is it Ernsel? Get him! Some dad. You'd think I would have named that ahead. It's Jason. No, it isn't. It's Jason. <laughs> Spelled J A Y. Make it fantasy. Jason yeah, Nith. <laughs> I knew I'd put you on the spot. I didn't even think of it. Be creative. Damn it. That is not my strong suit. I said Lork didn't have any mental capabilities. No, no, no. Lork Jr. <laughs> well, no, it's not. He could be Still, J, it doesn't matter. Like J apostrophe S-O-N. Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is Just it, son? It, yeah. Just son. Just son. Yeah. Just son. Yeah, there you go. Just yeah, son. Right. son. So, uh, uh, you know, he's a human child, so he doesn't have a, uh, you know, a weirdo halfy name. Like his, like his adoptive like his, father. Like his dad. All right, so your adopted son, Jason, uh, 
Jason. Laork and Jason. <laughs> Jason. S-A-W-N. Uh, so Jason is down. Lork the orc and Jason the sun. <laughs> A lot of creativity here. A lot of creativity. Uh, So, yeah, you guys now find out shit. Uh, We gotta help him save his son. Give me back my son. All of a sudden, Cursed comes riding up on a horse. And for a moment, you see like a little bit of Roderick in this guy, because now Cursed is being thrown into the position of having to really. Mm. And so, for a moment, you're like, who is this guy? And he. Who are you all of a sudden? There's a there's an element of <laughs> hey. What <was> that? <laughs> uh, there's an element of confidence about him. He's like Austin Rivers and the Clippers. Uh, never mind. <laughs> he says, uh, "Gentlemen, uh, you are now uh, de facto members of the True Now Militia. Uh, of course, you, Lork, you're already one of them, but you all <laughs> are now de facto members of the militia, and I need your help. Uh, you must light the beacons." in the city, uh, in various locations around town to alert uh, the guards to come and help us. I need to get this Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, there are three key locations. Uh, obviously, the Flame of the Fallen has already been lit, and it will stay lit, so uh, from Roderick's funeral. I need you to get to the Commons Beacon, uh, which is outside of the inner city. I need you to get to the Inner Gates Beacon, which is uh, right when you get into the Inner Gates, and then the Hope Spring Beacon, which is on the other side of the Inner Quarter. Um, You've got to light those, and you've got to take care of that so that the beacons can go up and we'll uh, get the help that we need. Your secondary objective is to secure as many areas as possible as you make your way to the final Hope Spring Beacon. While slaying orcs is obviously very helpful and very necessary, it's even more important for to, to save the townsfolk from danger. For now, please send anyone you find to Trunau's upper quarter to head to the Longhouse and they'll take refuge with the other defenders. So you must Light the beacons. You must kill the orcs, but you, above all, you must protect our citizens by sending them to the longhouse. Are we clear? Yes. All right. My orders are out. What? This what? seems like a... I'm not really good at leading. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is like a real-time strategy mission right now. Though. Yeah, that's what, that's what just... Yeah. It's like Red it's Alert 2. So do whatever you need to do. Uh, oh, I really like your new armor and your uh, kimono you have there. Gormley. <laughs> your kimono. Ceremonial armor. There's no time to talk about these things. Just get to the commons and you then get to the You didn't even mention corner. my new crossbow. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. <laughs> you didn't like it. <laughs> By the way, I liked your crossbow. Oh, thank you. Okay, now I feel good. Baron. Fuck you, dude. My name's Galabras. My my no no no. My crossbow is masterwork. It is okay. It's nicer than mine. Okay, all right. So I'm looking at the map now. So we got to get to the the commons beacon, which is where where are we in relation to the commons beacon? Um, it funeral place. Yeah, you're at the flame of the fallen. So you need to get to the Commons Beacon, which is outside of the Inner Quarter. Then you need to get into the Inner Quarter to light the, the Inner Beacon. And then you need to get across the Inner Quarter to light the Hope Spring Beacon. I say, uh, uh, Lork, I know you're worried about your boy, but we need to go from beacon to beacon in the shortest manner possible. You're right. He can, he can take care of himself. He's well trained. Uh... All right, so Lork sort of puts on his, uh, he's a sergeant in the militia, so he sort of puts on his, his uh, you know, sergeant hat, which is basically, you know, uh, cursed as like a, a command, uh, you know, a captain, a lieutenant. He gives the orders, and these guys are now like deputized militia 
Lork is like a sergeant, which is, you know, basically you give orders to a small group of people. And he's like, all right, I agree. Let's go this way. And just sort of moves toward the, is it the commons beacon? Is That's that the nearest going? one, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. So we'll go straight to the commons beacon. And he's going to trust that, the, you know, he has trained his son his whole life, basically. So he, he knows he can take care of himself. He's just, it was that initial, like, knee-jerk reaction of, like, right. fatherly protectiveness. But he knows that, like, the town is the most important thing. And his son will think the same thing. So, And he's an active member of the militia again. Exactly. Like, he's got to follow orders. So, uh, all right, straight to the to the commons it's beacon. It's like a, it should be like like 150 feet away from us where we are right now. Oh, oh okay, so it's wow. not too far. Yeah, 50 it's, yards. It's directly north of us. All right, kind of an intense moment. Um, you guys start to walk up to the commons beacon, and by the way, lighting the beacon is uh, the easy part. It's You just need a lit torch. It's a 10-foot-wide pyramid of wood. Set the kindling ablaze. You're good to go. Uh, but you'll soon <laughs> campfire see... Campfire bead? That the, uh, <laughs> yeah, boom, just fucking chuck campfire beads. Uh, you guys get there, and you see a crowd gathered around the beacon and a uh, lynch mob is has gathered led by uh, this guy dressed uh, in religious garb and they're stringing up Brynja Kelver to lynch her no oh, shut oh. the fuck, no, fuck no. you can't right let now. Roderick and Brynja die we gotta save her um, Lork is not into it. So just saying, you guys come up. Even and Gormley is You offended. can see uh, before you on the other side of this mob is the the commons beacon, and you just see uh, this man, and you can roll a knowledge local to. Uh... Nope. Lork, Eight, Lork, eighteen from Gormley. I guess Gormley. Lork doesn't know him. Fourteen. Uh, you guys all have knowledge local. Gormley, you have. recognize. I, I, I just, I just feel like you should be able to roll knowledge local untrained. Yeah, no, you. I think if you it's can. in your hometown, but well, I rolled shitty anyway. Gormley nailed it. Gormley recognizes this from back in the day. Uh, it would make sense, maybe, Lork. You're not. Uh, I was gone for a while. You're gone a, for a while. Not a human. Uh, and uh, Galabras, you obviously know this is a man of the cloth, but you're not familiar with this particular guy. Uh, his name is Basil Sabask. And he is uh, like a cleric from the nearby Trunau Counting House, which is the town's temple of Abadar. Ah, okay. Ah, Abadar. Abadar. Ah, Abadar. Uh, and he is played. We should probably we should explain. Abadar is a god of like merchants. Mm-hmm. He's a god of coin and uh, and profit. Uh, he's good. He, he is a good god. He he basically. I kind of think of him as like the uh, Ayn Rand of gods. He's basically like he 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 points <laughs> so out he's the, a piece of shit. <laughs> he so po- he has a, sta- a six foot tall statue of a dollar sign in his living room. He, he, he points out the goodness, you know, the quote unquote goodness that comes from from capitalism. Greed that comes is, from self interest. He's the Gordon Gecko of gods. He's yeah. the Mitt Romney of right, uh, and he's played by Michael Madsen. Uh, oh, ooh, that's wait, great. Michael Madsen now or Michael Madsen. Reservoir, like Reservoir, Dogs. Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, Michael Madsen. Okay, okay. Uh, and he says, uh, you can overhear him talking to the crowd, I'm tired of seeing war besiege my hometown time and time again. And now my home is under attack. My own home where I sleep, where my wife plays with her toys. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's not Al Pacino. That's a different story. Uh... <laughs> Now this, this dirty, filthy Haffy was the scourge of our village. She's the reason they're here. And we must rid this town of her and all her kind. String her up! 
So hang on, picture wise, we're we're behind the crowd and he's at the head of the crowd. Like there's right. a crowd between and us and him. And you see, and on the other side of that is uh, Brittany. He's kind of like standing up above, and he can see you guys. I uh, I turn to Lork and I say, "Put me on your shoulders." <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna put you on my shoulders. Put me on your shoulders. Why? Chicken fight. <laughs> Gormley, get up, says Galabras. Uh, Lork is looking to jump right in the middle of the Galabras is just, just going to start forcing his way through the crowd. Yeah, so, exactly. is Gorm- so is Gormley. We're forcing our way through the crowd. Sorry, buddy. we got to force our way in here. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I, do I have a feeling that Baron was going to try to be heroic there. We, we kind of deprived him of that chance. Uh, all right, so you guys are just... Um, Making your way through the crowd, and you get to the the head of it, and you make eyes with uh, Basil Sabask. Basil, uh, can I do it? Ah, I'd and li- here's another one. I'd like to do an intimidation. Check. Uh, okay, roll for intimidation. Uh, all right, so basically, I'm going to um, I'm gonna like you know burst into this uh, little hate square of hate that they have going on, and add more hate, and uh, and just say you know in my <laughs> my best half orc. Uh, angry voice just going to scream like, you're gonna string up this poor innocent girl when we're under attack by orcs. The fools, all of you, you must understand this girl had nothing to do with it. You you listen to this buffoon. I, any man who tries to string up this half-orc is gonna answer to me and I'll stab him through right now with my long spear. And he goes into his, uh, into his stance, uh, threatening the guy and will roll an intimidation check. Yeah! Woohoo! 25. Uh, the Basil Sabask, played by Michael Madsen, is like, ah. Oh. I look right in his fucking face uh, and I point my long spear at him. Uh, but you're, you're responsible. You're, you're all responsible. You're all. You let her down crazy. right now or I'll run you through. Uh, all right, fine. Fine, fine, take them all. Take everything. This might as well be your city. You've taken over this whole place. Stop whining about your problems and pick up a sword and fight the attack uh, on your city. I hate your music and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Stop blaming your problems on... <laughs> immigrants. What immigrants and music. <laughs> What a piece of shit. (laughs) And then I turn to the crowd and I say, everyone, everyone who can hold a battle axe or a sword, get out there and fight the attackers. Anyone else should get to the longhouse. Yeah, and anyone else, (laughs) women and children to the longhouse, go to the, is it the upper, upper city? Is that what he said? To the, uh, I send yeah. him right to the to the war, yeah. right. <laughs> to the lower city. I mean the upper city. <laughs> to the walls. Gormley, well, he's like whispering in Lark's ear. To the longhouse. To the longhouse. <laughs> I meant the longhouse. <laughs> See that tree on fire? Run at it. Climb it. <laughs> uh, and so the crowd just kind of like uh, disperses, and they start running in all directions, but the majority of them are running to safety. Uh, good, the good, ones good. that are more able-bodied look like they're running to grab makeshift weapons. Is Brynja going with t- to safety? No, Br- Brynja just, like, collapsed, and she's just laying on the ground, like... <laughs> all right, I'll pick her up. I'll pick her up. Like, Lurk, shocked. Her up. And meanwhile, Basil is just, like, sitting with his head in his hands, like, what have I done? Like, he's obviously a, a, has his... A, a full share of racial prejudice, but he just kind of got caught up in the moment. Gormley uh, walks over to Basil, scoots, sit, squats down in front of him, 
and takes a long fingernail and draws it across his face and says, Darling, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know, but this isn't helping me. <laughs> I just got, I got nervous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not a bad man. No, so, all right, th- uh, then I'll walk up there. If you're not a bad man, get to the front lines of the battle and help heal those militiamen that are giving their lives for this fight. Uh, yes, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the counting house and, and see if I can rally some troops. Good. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. We'll talk about this later. Go. No, ah, why'd you hit me? I'm going to go make sure that Brynja's okay. Okay. Um, so you go over to Brynja. Oh. Breathe. Oh. Make sure to breathe. I, I was, Oftentimes when people are hung, they can't breathe. I, oh, thank you. I don't have knowledge hanging. I, 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 I thank you so much. You, you guys are always here just in the nick of time. I don't know what, 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 ha- what came over these men, but they just ran into my house and carried me up. I was almost dead. There'll be plenty of time for this to talk later. Make your way to the longhouse. I'll take okay. care of you there. All right, please. I, you guys have a, a, a rather difficult uh, task ahead of you. I want you to have this. Ooh. And he, she hands you uh, Roderick's uh, consecrated hope knife. And she says, when the time is right, Roderick's spirit will help protect those who laid his soul to rest. Ooh. And he, she gives you this, and uh, it's been burnt completely black, but the, uh, the only thing that you can see on it, it still says... Uh, my love hmm. in stark silver. I, uh, That's all it says. And it glows with light. Ooh. All right, so, uh, yeah, she gives you this, and she so is, she goes back to the And house. is the thing right there the, the beacon? Yep. All right, fire it up. Light it up. What do we got? How do we do that? I, th- I throw a cigarillo directly into the... Ooh, I like that. That's nice. You get a grit point. All right. Uh, So you guys want to head to the inner quarter? I think that's it, yeah. All right, so uh, after uh, narrowly avoiding a hanging, um, you guys get... Oh, no, we weren't hung. (laughs) I heard Lork's well hung. Narrowly averting a hanging. Yeah! Nah, I'm just kidding. Finally a Lork compliment. Oh, he's got to have something going for him. (laughs) I like your crossbow! Lork Lork (laughs) narrowly averted a hanging. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely next. Um, the uh, you guys uh, to get to the inner gates beacon is pretty easy. Um, there's a portcullis uh, to enter into the city walls, and there are guards uh, standing there, and they raise the portcullis for you to enter, and you walk in to pandemonium. You actually see a flaming boulder, a second one, come flying through uh, the entire court. It's coming from uh, way out uh, west, and it flies through, catches these three trees in the middle of the quarter ablaze, and crashes straight through uh, a grit and Sarah Morninghawk's house, decimates the house. Oh, shit. Um, uh, is this the kind of thing that could be thrown by a giant? Would Lurk know? Or is it like the kind of thing that comes from like a catapult? Trebuchet. catapult. Yeah, Seems trebuchet. like something that comes from a trebuchet. Yeah, yeah okay. Vampires in here with the trebuchet? French siege weapons? Get it's a real here. thing. I know it is. <laughs> and it's actually the correct pronunciation, even though it's a French origin, it's trebuchet. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, Skip. You're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I, did a, I did an off-Broadway off show that... 
concerns mainly a trebuchet. You're not helping. And we did a lot of of, of study about it. It was knowledge like, history. Yep. It was uh, Philip K. Dick's first play. That's right. <laughs> the uh, Trebuchet Chronicles. No, 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 no. What no. I did last summer this with is, My Electric Sheep. That is a, a Robert Heinlein movie, Stranger in a Strange Trebuchet. This has been Dick Moment with Grant Berger and Crow Valley. <laughs> <laughs> we are a couple of dicks. Can we talk uh, a little bit about the inner quarter? Like, who lives here? Is oh, it a lower man, who income? I, I do. I do. Um, so does, the city is built on a hill. Uh, the entire city of Trunau, uh, it has its own walls that surround the whole city, but it's built on this sort of... Uh, uh, hill after hill after hill. Now the inner quarter is kind of like the main area. Oh, okay. So this is downtown. It has its own walls. Yeah, this is downtown Trunau. It has its own walls, and uh, it's fortified. And this is where they kind of keep all of the important stuff. Um, and it's it, it itself is built on a, its own elevation. Uh, now you guys came from the upper quarter, and you had to kind of you climbed you climbed a hill to get. To these gates, and they lifted the portcullis, and you see all these uh, towers. Uh, most of them are accessible. Well, actually, some of them, like the ones nearest you, are accessible only from the outside. And then in here, there's there are towers that are accessible from the inside, and some you can only uh, are accessible from the curtain wall. So you enter one, go across the the curtain wall, and that's how you get in. Um, and then there's just houses galore. Uh, everywhere, and the houses are in various states of disrepair. You see uh, one of the towers to the far uh, southwest is completely destroyed, and you realize that's that first boulder you saw. Uh, that's what it hit? That's what it hit. It destroyed that tower. And then, the, obviously, the second boulder you saw just hit and caught these trees on fire and destroyed Sarah and Agrit's house. And you also realize they were probably home because Clamor is closed today. Um, at this time, no. Oh, hopefully, the alarms raise them, rouse them. Unless they got to the longhouse, they might have um, been at the funeral. Come on, yeah, funeral, funeral, yeah. good idea. Well, they're one of the uh, the first houses here. Um, so it is pandemonium. You just see bodies. You see uh, people being pulled. Uh, like right at this station here, they've built a barricade. Right when you get through, there's a barricade, uh, a little barricade that they've built, and there are medics basically helping the infirmed. Uh, people that can walk on their own, they're ushering them out, uh, presumably taking them to the longhouse, and then other people in various states of death, dying, uh, and stability, and they're being worked on. The uh, inner beacon that you were supposed to light, completely destroyed. The orcs had completely destroyed it, so there's no inner beacon anymore. Meanwhile, Cursed rolls up again, uh, leading a squad of stalwart Trunauan militia members. He orders you guys to secure the inner quarter as they make their way toward the final unlit beacon near the Hope Spring. Uh, and the Hope Spring is, you have to go out to the other side on the west to get outside and go down to the Hope Spring. The Through the western the, gates, around... Around the mulberry yeah, bush. So we'd have to cross through the inner quarter. You have to cross through the inner and quarter. And all this pandemonium to get... Right. Slaying orcs, saving people, uh, and making your way to the Hope Spring. And so we see off this siege. So we see orcs among, this, among the pandemonium attacking... Have they breached the walls? Uh, no. From here, you can't really get a good uh, sense of it, but you don't see any orcs right now. You see uh, dead humans and dead half-orcs. Uh, but you don't see any living orcs raiding at the moment. I mean, I so, guess it also stands to reason uh, that if there's an insurgency, there's a half-orc contingent within the town that's now sleeping. Absolutely. So, I mean, they're yeah. the ones that destroyed the beacon. So um, Maybe they're the ones that were at the Ramble House. Destroying so we head to the Hope Spring. We tell everyone we pass to get to the Longhouse for safety. 
Yeah, I mean, so, but wait, our orders are not to go to the next beacon now. Our orders are to t- to hold the inner city. Right, Curse is like, yeah. he's, inner, he's literally ordered, he's like, I need you to secure the inner quarter. Inner quarter, right. As right, we right, make right, our way right. towards the Hope Spring. Oh, he's going to the Hope Spring. Yeah, he's going to the Hope Spring mounted, and so we need to kill oh. orcs and send innocents to the... Longhouse. Longhouse. He's like, listen, listen. We're already under heavy attack. The inner quarter may well fall to these raiders if we don't, if you don't restore some semblance of order as you navigate through this maze of rubble. Meanwhile, I'll lead a sortie from the town to drive that thing that's throwing boulders at the town closer to the walls so Trunau and archers can hit it. Awesome. So, I uh, that thing. I want to ask him what he means by thing. I don't know. How do you there pronounce it? There is something him? I've never seen before, and oh. it's. It's, all you see is this giant thing throwing boulders. Like a living thing. I, that's what I hear. So oh. I'm going to make my way. I'm going to make my way there. Orc's blood is up. He wants to kill a fucking giant. giant. Uh, you know, in a, in a rare situation of camaraderie between the two, <laughs> yeah. Aaron's blood is also way up. Yep. They, yeah. hi, they high five. We like killing giants. Strategy-wise, this area is designed as a chokehold to allow citizens to get from one side of the town to the other, and you, we can. It's a, it's designed to be used as a place where enemies can come through, and you can you know, wail on them with arrows from above. Look at you. Do we want to maybe get up on the walls, or like what's what's our strategy here? Well, I I, we I can sweet rain. You know, I actually, yeah, I, I can uh, do my uh, my rapid shot. How tall are the walls, Troy? Uh, the walls are uh, 20 feet uh, high. I can only crenellated hit. stone walls interspersed with these 30 foot high t- uh, guard towers. And they bracket either end of the inner quarter. Yeah. So I can evil eye from the walls. I can only shoot things like 20 feet right away. below me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, my best weapon is the spear. It's got yeah, the reach so and it's masterwork. But if, I, I can take two shots with the long But if, if the two of us are like on kind of a ground melee slash. Like uh, brawler level, and then Galabras and Gormley are on like a higher a ground. parapet. Yeah, I, I think we should just stick together because then I then I can use my channels and like, yeah, we should a have bit of luck and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, I, I think we should try to, and you should try to. You should use bit of luck on Lork for the yeah. oh, when wow. he's doing the real two, selfish. I'm just saying when he's doing oh, the two okay, shots yeah. in a row, it lasts for the whole round. So yeah. that's you know double the. Oh, yeah. D20. Rolls. You should buy Joe a drink later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should give me some money from your wallet. <laughs> uh, what are you doing with your 401k right now? <laughs> <laughs> Just think it out loud. All right. So, so we want to make our way through the town to see if we Yeah, so I, I think we want to make our way through and pa- I mean, can we, uh, uh, can we possibly investigate the wreckage of Morninghawk's house and see yeah. if uh, yeah, let's see if that. we could pull them out that, before uh, you know, I'll let you know what you see as you're walking through but yeah. that would that's the, the there's like three buildings is it on the way it's like the first building uh, on the way so yeah I'd, I'd like to see if there's any way can to, I roll a perception right on the on fucking the, rubble and shit a, um Wait, which which rubble? Two, I, I don't see anything. Okay, <laughs> you see a bird. Um, I'm uh, going to look at the just mor- to give you an idea. Hawk. So I said when when you get through the the lift the portcullis, you guys go through. Am I saying portcullis right? By the way, yeah, portcullis. That's acceptable. Skid, how would you say porticalis? Port, I would say portcullis. Portcullis. Yeah, but I might be wrong. Say trebuchet and portcullis. Trebuchet, portcullis, and say room. And uh, <laughs> rum, rum, rum. 
All right. Uh, all right. So you guys start making your way through. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to be like selfish because we know them, but uh, we don't see any orcs attacking innocents at this moment in the in the inner quarter, right? Uh, from where you're standing, no. There's a barricade that's been built up. All right, so we'd like to move through the barricade. All right, well, just let house. me let you know what's happening in front of the barricade, just to give you an idea. I said that there were, uh, like, medics and whatnot, so it's acolytes. Uh, uh, Galabras, you recognize some of them from the sanctuary. So there are some acolytes from the sanctuary. The other ones, you would assume, is probably from the True Now Counting House, uh, from your old buddy Michael, Madden, Michael Madsen's place. Uh, they've set up a small medical station behind the barricade, um, and the clerics are busily tend- tending to injured militia members, townsfolk. They have no time to talk to you guys uh, other than to tell you if you find any injured townsfolk they should bring the wounded here and send the rest to the longhouse like I said before. Um, The barricade is uh, three feet high and about uh, five feet wide. Um, So the barricade is barricading what? uh, Like once you get in through the southern gate, it barricades the passageway Right, the inner to quarter. get yeah, into the upper quarter. So it's just, they built this quick line of defense. It's not great, but it's enough to kind of slow it down. It actually, if you were, we were moving in real time, it would take you uh, double movement to get over the barricade. Uh, but it also provides you with cover if you ever need to fight behind a barricade. Maybe that'll come in handy later. Um, so you guys are making your way to the Stagenstar household. Yeah. So you guys walk up, and the house is... In shambles, and you know, what's so weird is you were just here a couple days ago. Trezor was here, wasn't he? Or no, he was at Clamor. Uh, yes, he was at Clamor, but you went to visit a great member and to ask her. We went to the House of Wonders. This is that's on her house. Oh, that wasn't her house. That's right. her business. Okay. No, no we, she works out of her house. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's shit. got like a separate little shop. Destroyed. Her business is over. Oh, okay. So you guys were here, and then she took you there. So you have a previous relationship with her as well. You get there, and just these huge, long flames lick the walls of this nice house compared to most of the other houses in the area. The burning beams crumble to the ground beneath the weight of the sagging roof. Through the front entrance, uh, though the front entrance remains accessible for now. Uh, these flames rage beyond control, threatening the lives of any residents that might be trapped inside. Gormley's going to walk straight up to the door and, and open the door. Okay, door falls off its hinges, and uh, you see uh, Agreet, like, frantically uh, in in the room, uh, panicking. Ah, help! Help! Agreet, Agreet, come, come out of the house before it collapses. I can't, I can't leave her! Where is she? Where is she? Um, she's here. She's trapped. With all, with those biceps, she's trapped. I uh, I turn to Galabras <laughs> and I say, <laughs> I "This say, is not the time. This is not the time to insult her workout ethics." I'm, I'm admirable. I say to uh, Galabras, "I want to know: Have you ever seen the rain?" Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, right. L- Lork is going to run into the house. So is Gormley. Try to keep the um, fire out, guys. Gormley, Gormley feels a certain kinship with Sarah Morninghawk and and Agreed over the course of the over the course of their weird interactions. Oh, interesting. Um, as you enter the house, you find Agreed desperately trying to free Sarah, who's trapped beneath a fallen beam. Yeah, okay. is the beam itself on fire? Uh, no. Okay. But uh, Galabras roll a and uh, or, yeah, Galabras roll a healing check. Okay. Uh, 21. It appears that, that Sarah is unconscious and dying. All right. Um, um, let me just uh, let me give you a couple more flavor and I'll let you take action. Um, she's She looks like the life is fading out of her eyes, and she can't. That explains why she can't move the beam. Um, just as you guys walk in, 
three orcs come up behind you. (laughs) And hell is about to break loose. No. My favorite encounter I've ever read. Roll for initiative. Oh, shit. Okay. I was not expecting an initiative roll right now. No one expects an initiative roll. 24 for Gormley. Oh, there you go. Quick witch. She is affected with. She is loyal to the agility patron. Gormley got a uh, 21. 24. Excuse me, 24. Anybody else in the 20s? Nope. 19 or so? Nope. All right, 18? All right, what do you got, Baron? 11. 11 for Lork as well. Who's higher? Five bonus. Okay, and Galapras. One. Oh, man. Are you shitting me? Do you have me? a negative four? Do no, I got... What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> I rolled a one again. What's the matter with you? It's like the fifth one I've rolled for initiative. Okay, so let me give you a little sense of how this is going to play out. You guys walk in. You see a Greet trying to free Sarah. Meanwhile, three, one, two, three orcs, enter the what's left of the house and the broken door behind you. They are within 15 feet of you. This house is not long for the world. I'd say it has a certain number of rounds left before it collapses. Um, To free Sarah uh, requires the strength of at least two of you and a greet together. I'm going in. Meanwhile, she is also dying. And to add to this, uh, it is smoke city in here. Mm-hmm. So everyone has concealment. Like 20% concealment? 20% concealment. Uh, you can't see <laughs> anything in front of you. How does it act it out, Skid? <laughs> how, does that fun- how does that function uh, with the new corner? Skid, why don't you tell us about the mechanics of concealment? Concealment represents a percentage chance that you will miss even a competently struck attack. So every time you roll to attack, if you make it, you roll percentile dice, 100-sided dice, or two 10-sided dice. And if, you, uh, if your total on the, ten, on the 100-sided dice is over 20, you succeed the attack. If it's below 20 or below, you miss anyway, even, and, if you, even if you hit. Yeah, and this is on an attack you already succeeded. Right. You still roll, and if you roll 20 or lower, you still fail an attack you succeeded it's, on the d20. It's ridiculously frustrating. Yes, very frustrating. Um, okay. It is Gormley's turn. So there are three orcs standing in the doorway? Uh, yes. And what are, they, what are they armed with? What do they, what they, what they look like? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted because while you're talking, everyone else is like forming a battle plan. Yeah, so yeah we have of, to, man. There's a lot of hands. You said it was the best encounter right of all time. Boy, the miming is just so funny to see. Uh, I was trying to cover it, Troy. Was it, wait, what was the question? <laughs> what, what am I looking at? Are these three orcs, what are they armed with? What are they, you know? Um, they seem to be armed with uh, falchions. Falchions, eh? Hmm. All it's right. possible one of them has something that he's ready to throw. All right, the one that it, the one that has something ready to throw, Gormley is going to evil eye uh, right off the bat. Okay, now does concealment apply to evil eye? No, nope, it's not a, it's just, an attack roll of any kind. It's just too legit. Concealment only applies to attack rolls. This is not an attack roll; it's a magical like effect. Right, the guy he just gets a will save. And Gormley's eyes are real fucked up. Yeah. All right, uh, she's scary to look what at. What is the uh, save? DC fourteen will save. I'll throw I'll throw this out there just to metagame a little bit. Orcs have a negative will save. 
Wow. Mm. Interesting. So you have to roll really well to pass it. 17. Oh, <laughs> jerk. All right, so for, one ra- so for one round, that orc's attack roll is, takes a minus two. All right, I like it. I like um, it. Okay. Did now, Troy just brag at how good he is at rolling? Yep, basically. <laughs> it was more... Yeah. No, he said he said that they are terrible at uh, will saves, but he, personally, it's is awesome. at them. <laughs> uh, so I'm just checking, but hexes are a move action? All of them? No, they're a standard action. Standard action, unless... Okay. Cackle is a move action. Cackle is a move action. All right, so I... So Gormley will evil eye the one with the, that was going to throw something, and then she'll cackle to extend that for two rounds. Okay, so that goes for three rounds. Get the uh, fire going. No, extend it to two rounds. So two rounds. Every time I cackle, I extend it for a round. Okay, so it lasts this round and next round. And next round, okay. yes. Uh, I lied to you earlier. The beam is on fire that's on top of <laughs> Ceremony Hawk. Because, of course. why not? <laughs> I assumed it would be. It's also invisible and incorporeal. Right. But somehow, <laughs> it's holding her down. There's, and a shadow You touch right it and... Uh, you take two strength damage. <laughs> awesome. It's like awesome. the invisible lava in your house when you were a child. Uh, all right. Uh, the first orc steps up and attacks Lork. Explain it. Uh, he rushes up and swings his oh, melee at Oh, Then I attack of opportunity. Go for it. Because I'm here with I have reach. Kids, right? So They can't see. They just come running in. Yeah. Okay. Natural 19, I mean, that's going to be a hit. It's 25. It's definitely going to be a hit. Yeah. Roll concealment. Uh, oh, cons- oh, concealment. Oh, concealment. I forgot about it already. Here we go. 73% made it. Hit. And then damage. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. All right. Uh, and then it attacks Lork. Lork. And misses. All right. Uh, the second one. Uh, How much damage did you, do, did you deal, Lork? I didn't hear. Seven. Sorry, I was The second attention. one sees this and thinks so. Oh, Neither of these are the ones thinks that are closing quickly. Right. Doesn't realize that uh, Lork can't make two. He doesn't know how to have combat reflexes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he comes up and attacks um, Gormley. Uh oh. Didn't mean to do that to you, Gorms. Uh, right. And hits. Oh. Okay. I'm, well, uh, you tell me, 19? Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I really didn't know. I, you I, you I, did know. And I, I wasn't jerk off. I, I should have dick. I, I should have cast Mage Armor when I walked into the house, and I never did. So, yes, it hits. Uh, Joe he, is very upset with me right now. Just discussed. We just talked about this. Mage Armor. Just cast it. Well, I was uh, like, this is going to be a long battle. Wait, I should wait till I see orcs. Swings, Hours. Swings its falchion and hits you for nine points. Of oh, that's the thing, man. The falchion is brutal. Orc number three, that was uh, the one that you uh, evil-eyed, with its minus two to attack, flings a javelin at Baron. Oh. Are you rolling? Are you rolling for? Are you rolling the the percentage for these? Oh, I didn't roll the percentage for the hit on you. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Thank you for reminding me. Concealment for the hit on Baron. 62, yeah, it hits. Okay. <laughs> um, and it uh, misses Baron, I'm assuming. For yeah, yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice, So the Baron. javelin just boom, flies by. Uh, and it is... <laughs> it's a little too high. <laughs> and uh, now uh, everybody roll a fortitude save. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, because it's smoke. I was going to put, like, some wet cloth over my mouth before we got in here. 18. Uh, 19. 15 for Gormley. 20 even. 
Okay, you're all. Uh, all right, you're not uh, choking yet. Gormley, what did you roll? Fifteen. Oh, great. Uh, okay, Baron. Baron uh, is going to draw down his pistol on. Well, he's going to make a sleight of hand motion to pretend like he's pulling for his axe, and then at the last minute, he's going to swiftly pull into his duster, pull his pistol out, and point it at the nearest orc and fire up close and deadly at him. Fire when ready. So, which orc is this? Not the not the one that was throwing and not in in melee combat with with orc and. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll answer that question once again. I'm pretty sure he just critical fumble. No. Oh, eight. <laughs> eight misses. Uh, but which one were you aiming at? The javelin one? Whichever one was closest. That was the one that threw the javelin yeah. at you. Okay. Uh, okay. Lork the orc. Uh, well, I got this guy in, in melee range. The one that you just crushed. Yeah. Um, How far am I from Sarah? Am I a five-foot step from Sarah? Am I more than gotta that? You've got to save her. Yeah, dude. you're right on top of her. Like, you're, yeah, you're within five feet. Okay, then I'm going to take a five-foot step away from this guy so I don't provoke, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to lift the... All right, block. so you and a Greet just need one more person, and the beam will come off. All right, so so hold on a second. If it's impossible for me to do this round, why wouldn't I attack and then take a five-foot step? Because everyone's like, got to be in position. It's like six seconds You're basically, you're, commi- you're committing your action to helping. Okay, so I'm just going to stand here while to. this guy comes up next to me and just hacks me to pieces. Yeah. I mean, can anyone else get there? Is anyone else in reasonable Everyone was, range? Everyone was in with rage of the beam okay. that Sarah is on. Yeah. Okay, so then I'll step to the beam and get ready to lift it. Okay. Uh, so you and Agreed are like, ah, trying to get it off. Yep. It just needs one more person. Uh, Galabras. Okay. Um, well, since the beam is on fire, uh, Sarah is trapped under, I'm going to pay credence to grant suggestion <laughs> and create some Credence. clear water clear and water. revive her. Revival. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Skid uh, and I are fist pounding oh, right now. Oh, oh, man. Oh, boy. No, I'm actually going to help <laughs> lift the beam. <laughs> 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 so you're going to lift the beam. Uh, okay, so uh, Galabras gets on there as oh, well. Fuck you, I've lost the battle music. <laughs> Along with Lork and Agreet, and you... Uh, and you free Sarah. Oh, and, awesome. And she lays there, still unconscious and dying. You see here, <coughs> spitting up blood. Uh, and it's Gormley's turn. Come on, Gormley. Um, Gormley's going to... Gormley's going to cast Burning Hands on this uh, on the orc who's in... It's already on fire. Fuck it's already it, on fire. Um, Fuck it. Give me fuel, give me fire. Give it's me a DC 14 mm, reflex. reflex save. No concealment doesn't matter. It's about doesn't matter. Okay. It's not targeted. DC it's 14 will... Well, it, it does, this catches all of them, right? Anybody in range, it says. I mean, Fire damage the three of them are, we're all packed in, right? So. Well, one came rushing at you, so there's two still standing back. So you can either hit the one, aim for the one that uh, hit Joe, or aim for the two that are still back at the door. Well, there's one that's in melee combat with me that just dealt nine points of damage to me, right? Oh, he stepped up. That's right. Okay, so yeah, so there's only two. There's only one. The one that you evil-eyed, he's back. So you can hit the one that Joe, uh, excuse me, the Lork attacked, and the one that attacked you. Yeah, Great. do that. Those two. Be, yeah, I did damage yeah. to one of them. Okay, and what's the save? DC 14 reflex, right? For All right, half. the first one succeeds. The second one fails. All right, so it's a it's 2D4. Anyone have a D4 they can lend me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha right here, brother. All right, so it's four points of damage. All right, the one in front of Joe falls to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yes, thank you. Just you see him frothing at the mouth. He's oh, ferocity, or like, ferocity. Ah! 
ah. these fucks. Um, I'll put him out of his. Misery. And then so the one that's in the one there's one that's with me that's still he's still up. The yeah, one he's that still in. up. Yeah. All right, so I am going to I'm going to full withdraw towards you can't full no. withdraw and cast that, a spell. That's you like was, a whole. Okay, so yeah. then I'll take a five foot step towards Sarah and Co. Okay. <laughs> and go. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. And, and, and after, so I, I'm assuming that, like, I readied an action basically to lift this thing off. When Calabras got up, we were able to lift it off. Yep, correct. So now I have my spear ready. Like, if this Orc Ferocity guy comes at me, I can attack of opportunity if he comes at me, right? Uh, yeah, we'll say that. And, okay. if, I, and if, I'm di- if I'm, you know, five foot stepping towards them, I'm, you know, I'm in the sphere of protection of your spear. Right. Right. But this thing is five feet away from you. The, the one that's just fell to the of protection. Okay. This yeah. So he's, he's right next. To right. But if another one comes running up at you, but he's okay. Yeah. You're ready to go. So the one that just fell to the ground from the ground. What do you? Is it a minus two to attack when you're attacking from the ground? Minus four. Minus four. All right. So he swings his falchion out at you. Uh, Eighteen. Hit. Exactly hit you with my new armor and everything. I thought you had a nineteen. It was eighteen. Oh. I, I did. I miscalculated. Concealment. It was Oh, concealment. concealment. Oh, Mr. Concealment. 87. <laughs> Shit. Uh, this, you thought he was dead, but he is a nine points of damage. Oh, Jesus. It's brutal. Four for second level characters. Brutal. Uh, and then the one, the other one that got hit by Burning Hands, uh, you said there was four points of damage, right? Yeah. Uh, and hold on a second, Troy. Uh, he, I think he falls unconscious after that. Like, I think Orc Ferocity lets you, lets you act normally for one round, and then you fall unconscious, I'm pretty sure. Or you become disabled or whatever. So just so that, He's in rough shape. Yeah. Uh, also, are they not both on fire now? No, they don't. They Burning don't Hands is like one-time damage. One time there yeah. are some fire attacks where they it'll say, like, like the Tanglefoot burn thing. You run, you, you roll that reflex fire. save, and then you catch on fire. It's so you like keep putting, fire putting your hand too close to the stove. Now, that guy that you just burnt, he... Uh, he attacks you with his falchion, Gormley, uh, and hits. Concealment. Ah, thank you. 66. All right. Uh-oh. 22 damage. Uh, eight points of damage. Gormley is unconscious. Fuck. Gormley down. We got a Gormley down! And then the other one, uh, again, uh, he steps up to Baron and attacks with his falchion. Ooh, critical threat. Oh, 18 to 20, that's right, on a falchion. Not confirmed. <sighs> so uh, I got nervous. Concealment, concealment. concealment. Here comes concealment. Shit. 98. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gangbusters. Hits Baron for 12 points of damage. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? Okay, now it's. I was gonna say it's Aaron's turn, but I had raced. I erased the B. No wonder I wanted to get that falchion that we got. Jesus, it's. Uh, oh, everybody, roll a fortitude save. Gormley's at negative one. Does that matter? What is that? It means you're unconscious and dying. So yes. do I? Do so I still roll the fortitude? Save? Yeah, <laughs> is my question. Yeah. No, you don't have to. Roll it. There we go. Oh uh, well. Seventeen. You're Fifteen. Good. You didn't. Fuck. 20, 25. Wait, he didn't do a 15? He uh, rolled a I thought he rolled a 15 20, before. 24. He yeah. rolled a 15 before. It increases every round. Uh, uh, by one. So, uh, awesome. awesome. Sorry, 20. 20. So, awesome. uh, Baron and 
Uh, for a second, I just forgot we were recording a podcast. I thought we were just playing Pathfinder. Uh, I was like, oh, I forgot. I you didn't be. know from the sound effect in your headphones? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so intense. I've been drinking. Uh, all right, so basically, Baron and Galabras cover their mouths, and Lork is too wrapped up in all this. You start choking and coughing, and that's all you can do for the next for this round. So what's can we can we recap the situation right now? Sure. Like, where sure. are we? Like what's going on in this room? All right. So you've got uh, basically uh, Gormley, Lork, Galabras, and Baron all lined up. Behind them is Agreet and Sarah. You've lifted the uh, beam off of them. On the other side, and Gormley uh, is on the ground unconscious. Gormley is on the ground on the ground unconscious, and, and Lork, Lork is, is coughing and choking from the smoke. Meanwhile, there's an orc uh, that is uh, dead on the ground that just struck out and attacked and hit, uh, I think hit Lork, or didn't hit Lork, but it was still kicking even after it went down. There's one that was you hit pretty bad with burning hands uh, that just did enough damage to you to knock you unconscious. And then there's one that was throwing the javelins and missed Baron and then attacked Baron and hit him pretty hard that has yet to be touched. And what is he? what weapon is he wielding? You know? uh, he, he threw a javelin, and then he, now he's attacking with a falchion. Right. Is uh, there uh, any type of check I can do? Is you know Either is there a knowledge check or is any part of this structure stoned where you know, a dwarf could look at it and tell how long it has before it collapses? Um, it, the house is mainly made out of wood, right? But you could do a uh, perception check to kind of okay. a, and, and, and add a. We'll say you add, give you a two point bonus since there is some part of the house that's made out of stone. Twenty nine. Uh, you would say this house is going to collapse in anywhere from eight to ten rounds. Okay. Now maybe less, but probably so, not much more or less. So Sarah is still Sarah is, con- is unconscious still. She's unconscious and dying. Would this be a good time to channel positive energy? <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Sorry to spoilers. <laughs> Again, let's not play each other's characters. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Lork uh, is choking uh, and coughing. And is it Baron's turn? It is. Go- oh, I'm sorry. You didn't. Yeah, go. yeah I yeah. didn't go yet. Um, so, uh, the nearest orc to me that yep. is currently not supine, that is standing. Yes. I would like to shoot up close and deadly. Okay. Fire Fuck. away. He just showed us a picture of this orc. He's ugly. Rolled a 19. That would be a hit. Is that a crit or no? No. Total, I got, total. I got to do 20. Oh, okay. Nine points of damage. There you go. He falls to the ground. Yeah. Fuck. That was the javelin guy or the non-javelin yeah, that was guy? the javelin guy. Okay. So uh, he was the one who hadn't been touched yet. Javelin so that's man. Been javelin he goes, man. He goes down, um, but uh, you know that he's not, uh, he's still got a little fight left in him. Uh, all right. Round uh, three. Javelin guy is no longer hexed. And... I didn't go. Oh, I'm sorry, Galabras, please. <laughs> I got so uh, excited. I thought, I thought Gormley did your mover. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, um, Skid. Bad form. I am going to, as Gormley suggests, dead uh, channel positive energy. I also have the feet. Selective channeling. Uh, ordinarily, like, if you channel positive energy, it'll, it indiscriminately targets everyone in, in range. But I have selective channeling, channeling so I can exclude targets that I don't want to benefit from it. So I'm going to exclude the orcs. And benefit my friends. You're so exclusionary. And I'm going to roll a six. Maximum healing for everyone involved. And that should also revive... Amazing. Um, Sarah Morninghawk. And you see Sarah, who was, uh, you know, not far away from death. 
completely revived, and she seems to be okay. And Gormley is awake Does again as well. she have a blacksmith well. hammer nearby so she can get in the fucking fight? <laughs> she has one hit point. <laughs> she does have massive biceps. Uh, she is. She's uh, played by Serena Williams. Uh, all right, round three. Give Gorm- her a tennis racket. Gormley, you are now... Go to town on these guys. I think that... Did that heal you enough to wake you up? I'm up. All right, so you are laying down, but you are one, one, awake. One quick question. Yes. I reduced the character that is still frothing to zero or fewer hit points with my hit, right? Correct. That is a grit point. Oh, oh, so it doesn't have to... The orc ferocity doesn't matter. No, it's just if I make zero it or point, fewer. zero or fewer. Grit awesome. Point. That is known as rules as written. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to rules. So there's one orc currently standing. Uh, there is one orc currently standing, the one that uh, Mama said knock you out. Mama said nothing out. Okay, I'm going to evil eye that that orc. Yeah, that's an awesome awesome thing that you just do that from the ground. Doesn't make a difference. Okay, and that orc with its terrible will save failed. Uh, That's to its AC, by the way. Okay, and so what is minus what to its AC? Minus two for six rounds. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then, uh, just for good measure, Gormley will cackle to extend it to seven. Okay. Uh, this is just also as like one of the, it's like a, a fight in hockey. It's just to get the general morale of the room up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Good right. analogy. He like uh, he senses Lork's this. morale is in hockey. The America's number one sport. <laughs> this uh, right. don't shit the, on hockey. This very uh, unintelligible orc just feels all messed up and he swings his falchion down at you while you're laying on the ground. Oh, dude, that's bad. Alright. Critical threat. Dead. That's actual death. I'm alive, I'm alive. No. Fifteen. Mage armor. Would have saved your life. Your character's dead. I admit, it is a hit. I have a 14 (laughs) AC. Oh, boy. So double damage while you only have, like, two hit points. Five hit points. Oh, that's awesome. Um... Uh, 92 points of damage So this is a critical like, like Just like we roll criticals 20 to confirm Troy confirmed a critical against Concealment? Concealment? Concealment. Oh, concealment. 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 concealment concealment Please miss Please miss It was 26 points of damage And I rolled a 19 <laughs> Get the fuck out of here You are not lying to us are you? Nope Yeah, You're not, you're not just like oh, gaming nope. it to make us feel better I show it to you but Fucking God. Yeah. 26. 26. That you would have been dead. You been ever, dead. I would have been ever. Dead, dead, dead. And then you would have felt dumb about not sending Howie into battle. Into <laughs> yeah. <that>. Or <laughs> casting fucking mage armor. Oh, on my, my God. You literally rolled a I'm 19 concealment. I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm like, yeah, I rolled. A, I definitely rolled a 19 concealment, but I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm thinking, like, all right, I got to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got to be permadeath. How can I... Fudge this. Oh my god, I have like butterflies in my stomach. 26 uh, damage. But he missed and did no damage instead. Wow. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> she was meant to live. Wow, that was a, that was a big moment. At least for a day. That was a Fate. big moment for the podcast. Uh, well, meanwhile, uh, the guy on the ground with his orc ferocity attacks Baron and critical threat on Baron. <laughs> Come on. I'm not even joking. And confirmed it with a 20. Oh, Jesus. Concealment. Uh, concealment. Uh, 
Uh, succeeded on the consumer with a 31. Oh, jeez. What is it? 2d4? Plus something? Plus something. 14 points of damage. Unconscious. No kid. What are you? What are you at now? Negative one. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh boy. Oh my god. That was a terrible <laughs> goddamn combat. We're uh, dead. Can we kill this guy and get out of the burning house? I, I, I can't. I, I'm coughing. I can't do anything. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is so brutal. Everybody roll. That's a lot. Shut up. <laughs> <It's insane. laughs> nope. 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 Failed. Sixteen. You're unconscious. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gormley, are you awake? Yeah, 14, so it fails. Oh, boy, so everybody failed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... All right, so... Yeah. Everyone's choking. Where are we at? And so we have... Baron's Baron unconscious. And- Lork is still choking. Galabras, you've begun choking. Gormley is now choking. Two of the orcs are dead. Uh, but there's one, the one that you burning hands on, and evil-eyed, the one that almost just killed you, is the only orc that's still alive. And now it's a new round... Uh, and you see, like, a chunk of the house just fell right next to your face. And it's Gormley's turn. Have I have I orc. hit the orc that's wait, awake uh, now? Uh, you haven't, but he hit it with burning hands. Okay. Hold on a second. And I can't, like, I'm choking. So I can't take a, like, I can't withdraw. I can't just, like, run out of the house and uh, get clear air. It says your, 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 your turn is taking up by choking and coughing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if it says that there's no move action, then that's fine. Yeah, I looked up a couple different places. I was like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's also a pretty high save. For you know, for a level two character, it's going like up every round. Yeah, it's, it's hard like, to get. That's hard to get. I mean, uh, I, I need to roll pretty fucking high to get it. Yeah. Chunk of ceiling falls out next to Gormley. This one, the other two are definitely dead now, and this one living orc lays. And I'm coughing. And you are coughing. So what? Can, what does that limit my ability? To no, do? it's a new round. Oh, it's a new round. So I'm not coughing yeah. anymore. Uh, oh, shit. By the way, Lork, you take two points of non-lethal damage for failing twice in a row. Uh, Gormley's gonna have to full withdraw. Yeah. Can I full withdraw to the other side of the room? I mean, is that is the room big enough? You to can do that? full withdraw to fresh air, so you don't have to roll that fortitude save, and then you can probably like evil eye in Into from the, the outside. All right, that's that's what right? that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna die if I stay here. Okay, I'm not gonna tempt fate. Um, the the <laughs> seriously, one re- you're going to die. <laughs> the like one it's... remaining orc uh, runs at Lork. Lork gets an attack of opportunity. He's choking and stuff, right? Uh, uh, well, no, it's a new round. That was oh, you lost oh, your turn oh, last oh, round. First oh, round. so I, okay, so I didn't. All right, so if I would have said, yeah, you've lost been two fine. turns. Got it, got it, got it. You know what? I'm pretty desperate. I don't like the situation. Bottle I'm going to turn in my bottle caps. Can you tell us about the bottle caps again? Bottle cap gives the character advantage. Whereas they get to roll two 20-sided dice and take the better of the two rolls. So when we were in the Plague House, Gormley almost fell in, and I rolled like a crazy high reflex save to save her from dropping. I grabbed her. Troy gave me a bottle cap for it. I'm turning it in now to roll a d20 twice and take the higher result uh, to attack this guy and try to put him out before he can attack me. (laughs) Didn't need it. First roll, uh, 25. You should always roll, roll twice. Like you might get a critical. Oh, yeah. I might. Oh, I rolled a 19 and an 18. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking awesome. What about All right. Uh, roll for damage. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Okay. 
with its last fighting, oh, it doesn't have fighting it. breath. Didn't kill it. Uh, it strikes out with its falchion to Lork. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I got to roll concealment, right? On you the, do. On the, even though it's an attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity, you do. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, 85. All right. So we're good. Uh, and it failed. It, I rolled a 17. Yeah! yeah. All right. So uh, somebody can coup de gras at will. Uh, it is Baron's. Oh, Baron is still unconscious. Uh, oh, right. Oh, wait. Sorry, but didn't mean to celebrate. Everybody do your fortune save one more time, except Baron. And Gorman, because she's out of the house. And Gorman's out of the house. 92. Failed again. Lord failed again. So they're coughing, coughing away. Uh, Baron's still dying, and Gormley's outside the house with this one orc that just needs to be put out of its misery. And she's going to draw her crossbow and shoot. Oh, I would love this. You see, like, pieces of the building first falling. Uh, would, you, would you say within 30 feet? Uh, yeah, and it's laying down on the ground, so I don't know if that counts as being in... Minus four. It is minus four. Wait, why is it laying down? It's, you... Uh, I thought prone you characters got it. bonuses to ranged attacks. Oh, 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 I put him... You put him down. He attacked... Below zero? Yeah, he attacked with Orc Ferocity and missed on the concealment. And so now he's just... Oh, so oh, no, no, he's done then. He's done. He's dead? Yeah, it, he's unconscious and dying. Like, it, Orc Ferocity is you get one round... One more. ...to act normally, but then you fall unconscious and, and start dying. So, which means that he wouldn't be much of a target for him. He looks like he's unconscious. So, I basically, Gormley's calling a retreat, like, get out of Baron. the building. Okay, just roll the crossbow, because it was kind of dramatic, and I'd like to see it. Right. Well, yeah, I thought the guy was still up, which is why I yeah, love yeah, the no, crossbow you, shot. You knocked him out. Ooh. 24. Ooh. So, so Gormley shoots it and kills the orc. Yeah. Oh, Gormley did it. Pieces of the building are falling. Yeah. Sarah and Morning like, Hawk. Right, get so the ba- fuck out. Baron's unconscious and dying. Sarah oh, Morning Hawk. I'll pick, I'll pick Baron up. Lork will pick Baron up and run him out of there. Lork, all right, roll strength check. And I run him out of there. Strength check, strength <laughs> check. Just for flavor. Oh, awesome. Tw- uh, 19. Ah, you take out this. Yeah. You have to tell him when he wakes up that you saved his life. I might not even tell him. And you bring him to safety. 65 uh, pounds. Galabras, are you helping a greet and get yeah, Sarah out of Yeah, and I'm going to channel him. Oh, yeah. It rolls so pleasantly high uh, on that. Two more points for everybody. All right. Uh, and you guys just, Galabras just gets Sarah out of there with a greet, and they collapse to the ground as the entire uh, facade uh. collapses, and you just see, uh, like, a dead orc's hand laying amidst the rubble. With, uh, with my, with my uh, newly uh, gained breath from that uh, positive, channel positive energy, Baron says, <sighs> You wake up on Lork's back, buddy. I say, you're all right, partner. <laughs> <laughs> I set him down, and I'm like, you did good. You did good. Uh, you guys uh, look, and you see this building is collapsed, and you see this the orc's hand laying there, and then you turn around and just see hellfire and brimstone and oh, hear yeah. the sound of beating drums, and then far off in the distance, you see some sort of creature that you've never seen before. And next time, the battle continues. That's it? That's it, baby. God, God damn it. Motherfucker, <laughs> fuck! I hate fuck. ending, ending. Classic I skin. <laughs> I'll end you. I'll end you, Troy. I'll end you.
Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.